Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. Arcseedkits.com. Today is October 13th, 2022, and our first story. The Biden administration has been caught in a quid pro quo with Saudi Arabia. Democrats had demanded they postpone halting production on oil for one month, just one month, until after the midterms. This would only have held off high gas prices until they won. When they didn't get what they want, the Biden admin and Democrats began threatening to withhold military aid and financing. Shocking. Donald Trump was impeached for less. In our next segment, anti-war activists call out Ocasio-Cortez, slamming her for funding the war in Ukraine and funding the Azov Battalion. And in our last segment, medical doctors were exposed, chanting an insane woke mantra. This is many people concerned as doctors push gender ideology and sex changes for children. If you like the show, give us a good review, leave us five stars and share the show with your friends. Now, let's get into that first story. In a shocking revelation, President Joe Biden has been caught trying to pull off a quid pro quo with Saudi Arabia, getting them to keep production high to maintain gas prices just until after the midterms. Quid pro quo, something for something. Now, of course, the way I framed this is that Joe Biden was trying to pressure Saudi Arabia into helping Democrats win in the midterms because that's what he was doing. We can look at the story one of two ways. The first is that for some reason, Joe Biden went to Saudi Arabia and said, postpone your decision to halt production for just one month. Why? Why wouldn't he just say keep production up indefinitely? Why that one month? Coincidence, I guess, or the more logical outcome. Joe Biden is threatening to pull aid, military aid to Saudi Arabia. Democrats are as well, unless for one month they keep production high. That is Joe Biden explicitly telling them, help the Democrats win. Now, hold on. You want to talk intent? Fine. I don't know if it's Joe Biden's intent to make them do that, but the actions he is proposing would explicitly and only help the Democrats win in the midterms. NBC News has a story. Higher gas prices. Why? Blame a halt in production. When the supply goes down, the cost goes up. In response to the demands from the Biden administration and accusations, Saudi Arabia has released a letter confirming that Joe Biden did this. Donald Trump was impeached for less. 
When it came to Donald Trump and Ukraine gate, the story was that Donald Trump called Ukraine and said, investigate my political rival for me. There's a few problems with that narrative. First, Donald Trump didn't actually offer up anything in exchange or threaten anything. They claim it was a quid pro quo. They claim that he was trying to withhold military aid. However, he wasn't asking for anything other than an investigation into what was public. And Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, denied that there was any kind of quid pro quo. In fact, Joe Biden wasn't even running for office at the time. But they said, no, no, he will. Therefore, we can't see the future. Right now, what do we have? The sitting president has requested that OPEC nations keep oil production up, which keeps gas prices down just for one month. When they said no, Biden explicitly threatened retaliation. Now that is something for something. In the retaliation, Democrats are saying they'll pull military aid. They'll pull our guards out of Saudi Arabia and let them fend for themselves. The media is reporting that Saudi Arabia is doing this for political reasons when it appears Joe Biden is doing this for political reasons. Why? They know. The Democrats have been campaigning on MAGA Republicans. But for the American people, it's about probably one of two things. It's the economy, stupid. That's number one. Gas prices, inflation. Inflation reported today through the roof. And the other is nuclear Armageddon. War. We don't like it. But I think it's fair to point out the number one issue is probably just the gas prices. Everything else is derivative. If gas is expensive, inflation goes up along with it. And people are already struggling. If Joe Biden went to OPEC and said, please just keep production high, I'd get it. But he didn't. He said just for one month. Why? Hmm. Well, we have about 25 days until the midterm elections. So one month would get him just through then. Even CNBC has said that is the most notable element here. We are looking at an impeachable offense, a quid pro quo. Will it be pursued? Probably not. We are looking at utter hypocrisy on the part of Democrats. Will they call him out? Probably not. So let's go through the news. Interestingly, Snopes yesterday published a fact check. Was gas below $2 under Trump in his first term? That's what they said. Yes. The tides, they're turning, my friends, and the times, they are a changing. Before we get into the news, head over to TimCast.com and become a member to support our work. As a member, you are keeping our journalists gainfully employed. That's how we, we, we fund the news operation, and we are NewsGuard certified. So when you're looking for a story that you want to show someone to prove that this stuff is happening, look no further. But that means we need your support as members. As a member, you also get access to our uncensored TimCast IRL show Monday through Thursday, as well as Cast Castle and Tales from the Inverted World with new shows coming soon. And more importantly, we use Parallel Economy. It is a financial services company co-founded by Dan Bongino. It is censorship resistant. When you become a member at TimCast.com, not only are you supporting the work we do here, you are supporting censorship resistant systems like Parallel Economy and Rumble. Our infrastructure for TimCast.com isn't just the video player. Our articles, all of our content is hosted on Rumble's cloud services. We use the Rumble player and we use Parallel Economy because we believe in building out a censorship-resistant system. And we need your help to do it. So sign up today and smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, and be the notification. 
Share this video because YouTube isn't doing it. And we are dangerously close to chaos in this country. And we are very close to the midterm elections. Now, it's more important than ever. From CNBC, Biden administration asked Saudi Arabia to postpone OPEC decision by a month. Saudis say, let me just stress, they didn't even say, do not do this. They outright said, just hold off for one month. Amazing. CNBC reports, the Biden admin asked Saudi Arabia, the de facto leader of OPEC, to delay its decision on oil output by one month, the kingdom said in a statement. The Saudis declined. And in early October, OPEC Plus, which includes non-OPEC oil exporters like Russia, announced its largest supply cut since 2020 to the tune of 2 million barrels per day starting from November. That means tighter supplies and higher prices at a time of already high inflation and worries of global recession, which angered U.S. lawmakers who are now calling for a reevaluation in relations with the Saudi kingdom. Here's the most important line from CNBC, establishment, corporate press, NewsGuard certified. They say, notably, Biden's request would have delayed the decision until after the U.S. midterm elections. And that's all it would have done. It would not have changed the price of gas in the long term because they still would have done it. He said only postpone it. He didn't tell them to change their minds. In a statement dated Wednesday, the Saudi government defended its move and said all OPEC decisions are based on economic forecasts and needs. Quote, the government of the kingdom clarified through its continuous consultation with the U.S. administration that all economic analyses indicate that postponing the OPEC plus decision for a month, according to what has been suggested, would have had negative economic consequences. Responding to the Saudi claim, Pentagon spokesman John Kirby reframed the exchange and accused the kingdom of aiding Russia's revenues and hampering the impact of Western sanctions on Moscow for its war in Ukraine. Full stop. If they went to OPEC and said, keep production up, period, I would take that argument, perhaps the grain of salt, but I'd listen to it. No, this was the Biden admin saying, hold off on what we know you're going to do for one month. Why? Why? That would not have stopped Russia. Russia still would have been able to sell oil at a premium rate and fund their war. I'll tell you why. Because this is the most crucial month. The news has to be good for Biden and the gas prices need to come down. Quote, in recent weeks, the Saudis conveyed to us privately and publicly their intention to reduce oil production which they knew would increase Russian revenues and blunt the effectiveness of sanctions. That is the wrong direction. We presented Saudi Arabia with analysis to show there was no market basis to cut production targets, and they could easily wait for the next OPEC meeting to see how things developed. Other OPEC nations communicated to us privately that they also disagreed with the Saudi decision, but felt coerced to support Saudi's direction. As the president has said, we are reevaluating our relationship with Saudi Arabia in light of these actions and will continue to look for signs about where they stand in combating Russian aggression. Quid pro quo. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online 
and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. From CNBC, Biden threatens consequences for Saudi Arabia after OPEC cut, but his options are limited. Consequences? Is that a quid pro quo? Recently, we heard that Democrats were putting forward legislation legislation to take away U.S. military support for Saudi oil fields. That sounds like a quid pro quo. Do as we say, or we will take from you something for something. You do what we want, and we will give you military support. It is impeachable. And now, Republicans, they need to win, and they need to impeach. Period. I don't like the Republican Party. I really doubt they'll do it. But step one is at least that much. From TimCast.com, Biden wanted OPEC plus cuts delayed until after midterms, Saudi Arabia says. Biden now faces allegations of quid pro quo, similar to alleged deal that was the basis for impeaching former President Donald Trump. Following Saudi Arabia's latest admission, Biden, who threatened there will be consequences, is now being accused of a quid pro quo. Hans Monk says, this is extremely damning. In Trump's case, the victim of the quid pro quo, Zelensky, emphatically denied that there was any suggestion of a quid pro quo. In Biden's case, the victim is formally accusing the U.S. of just that. Let's make that clear. Saudi Arabia is outright accusing Joe Biden of a quid pro quo. Quote, this is extremely damning. Epoch, uh, epic host, TV host Hans Monk said, Biden has steadily moved the U.S. into the position of increased reliance on foreign oil to meet domestic energy needs, unwilling to restart the Keystone XL pipeline and to approve other measures that would increase domestic production. Biden flew to Saudi Arabia this summer to ask officials for OPEC plus to increase oil production and offset prices in the U.S. OPEC plus said no. Saudi Arabia denied the motivation of OPEC plus was political, insisted that it was economic and reiterated it was a unanimous decision by member states. <clears throat> That's not what Biden's saying. So who do you believe? In a tweet from Jack Posobiec, he says, flashback. Here is the left losing their minds, claiming Trump threatened to withhold military aid to a foreign country in exchange for a political favor. Let's play it so you can all hear it. A series of events that looks like extortion, withholding aid to an ally and then, quote unquote, asking for a favor to 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 essentially benefit yourself politically. Quid pro quo. Wow. Bribery. The bribe is to grant or withhold military assistance. The idea that somebody would withhold badly needed weaponry mm-hmm. for political reasons at home mm-hmm. is beyond the pale. Well, you heard it there. 
all of these left liberal and Democrat personalities saying exactly that. So when Democrats said they were going to potentially withhold military aid to Saudi Arabia over this decision, you now know why. These Democratic members of Congress need it. They're going to lose. There is a very real fear. I'll just give you a, a little morsel because I can't reveal too much information. But behind the scenes, I have heard at the highest levels of the Democrats, they are expecting a dramatic crushing defeat. I know it's a little bit vague, but let me just say certain actions are underway within many of these parties that indicate they expect they will not be there much longer. I wish I could say more, but protecting sources, it, it matters. Here we go, my friends. From NBC News, why gas prices are going back up after nearly 100 days of declines. For one thing, you can blame a planned production cut OPEC Plus announced last week. And there it is. Gas prices are going back up and you can blame OPEC. And that's why Joe Biden wanted one month. I will stress it again. Knowing this is the case. If Biden actually intended to benefit the American people in the long run, he would say, please just don't cut production. Instead, he said, I know you're going to, but just wait one month. What does that mean? They just wanted low prices until the midterm was over because they know in October, it's when it matters most. People are going to be at the pump. They're going to see these stories and they're going to say Biden has done us wrong. And at the same time, we throw it to our good friends over at Snopes.com. Did U.S. gas prices drop below $2 under Trump? They want you to forget gas was under $2 when Trump was in office, one Twitter user posted. When I saw this story, I thought to myself, oh boy, they're going to try and smear Trump because of the news and make it seem like gas was never cheap. And lo and behold, I was wrong. Claim. National gas price averages for regular fuel dropped below $2 per gallon during U.S. President Trump's first term. True. True. I'm, I'm surprised. In early October 2022, I received inquiries from readers who asked if it is true the national average for gas dropped below $2 a gallon. It's true. Under Donald Trump, that was the reality. $1.84 per gallon in April 2020. Figures on the U.S. Energy Information Administration website showed an average of $1.84 per gallon in April 2020. Amazing. It's, 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 it's absolutely amazing. Where are we now? They don't want you to remember this. They don't want you to remember that under Donald Trump, gas was cheap. And now we get this. CNN from yesterday afternoon. Biden will examine all aspects of U.S.-Saudi relationship, including arms sales. National Security Advisor says we need to impeach this man. I don't know what that means. Does it mean uh, this is really interesting right now? A lot of people have talked about the order of succession for the presidency, that if Joe Biden was impeached and then convicted, you would get President Kamala Harris. But what if Kamala is also wrapped up in this and she is impeached then who becomes the president? Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House. Well, hold on there a minute, my friends. The impeachment wouldn't happen until after the midterms, meaning it could actually be Kevin McCarthy, assuming he actually wins Speaker of the House. Or, and here's the funny, wishful thinking. Let me just start by saying there are many people who are like, we can't wait. We're facing World War Three. We're facing an economic crisis. We need 
a new president. We need Trump back. Well, here's what many have suggested. In the midterms, Republicans win. And it could be because of this. The Republicans nominate Donald Trump as Speaker of the House because it doesn't need to be a member of Congress. It could be Trump. Then they impeach Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, citing this quid pro quo. The Senate somehow convicts. And that would mean Donald Trump would then ascend to the presidency. Very interesting. But I wonder, I think I think you're not allowed to be elected president twice. I think if you assume office, you can then have another term, which would mean Trump would have 10 years. I really don't see that being a possibility. I think it's just wishful thinking on the part of Trump supporters. But it may actually be that if Republicans win in the midterms, take over the House, vote to impeach uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, that you end up with a Republican president. It's entirely possible. Carmine Sabia says this is impeachable to attempt to coerce a foreign nation to not cut oil production so you can dupe American voters until after the election. Yep. And then, of course, Jack Posobiec tweeting quid pro Joe Biden admitted on CNN that he plans to coerce Saudi Arabia into producing more oil by withholding congressionally approved military aid. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. What's the media done? They have moved strikingly to protect Joe Biden. The best way to respond to Saudi Arabia's embrace of Putin. Senator Richard Blumenthal and Rep. Rokana proposed new legislation to halt arms sales to Saudi Arabia and rebalance the U.S.'s relationship with Riyadh. Ah, this means that Blumenthal and Rokana should be impeached as well because this, my friends, is a quid pro quo. The Democrats didn't just ask them for support with gas prices. They asked them to hold off just for the midterms, which would directly benefit these members of Congress. And now they're threatening, proposing new legislation to halt arms sales. Not to mention there was already legislation about pulling military support. All of these Democrats are engaged in a quid pro quo. Something needs to be done about it. And I think I, I know why. You may say, yeah, but, but, but why? Why would they do this? Is it because they think they're going to lose? Yes. From RNC research. When Biden took office, inflation was 1.4% and gas was $2.39. Today, inflation is 8.2 and gas is $3.91. And it's worse in many parts of the country. And here you go, my friends, from the Daily Mail. Americans prefer the Republican candidate over the Democrat in competitive seats. New poll shows the GOP has a five-point edge over rivals in toss-up races with less than a month until the midterms. You may have seen the generic ballot polling. These uh, polling firms will go to someone and say, if you were going to vote today, which, which, which would you prefer, the Republican or Democrat? It's not about the person. It's about the party. Well, Democrats have an edge of about 1.4 to 4 in aggregate between 538 and Real Clear Politics. Many say the polls are skewed in favor of Democrats, so it's probably going to be a Republican victory. Plus, historical trends suggest a Republican victory. But that doesn't matter. What matters is swing seats. If a seat's not competitive, what's the point of even talking about it? According to this poll, in the seats where it matters, the GOP has a five-point edge. The Democrats know this. They know they're going to lose, and they're desperate. Quid pro quo it is. The Daily Mail reports, likely voters say that if the midterm elections were held today, they would vote for Republicans over Democrats at a 48% to 43% margin in, in the most competitive congressional races. A new CNN 
SSRS poll shows. This is CNN. When broadened to races across the nation, 50% of likely voters back the Democratic candidate compared to 47 who say Republican. Four Senate races are considered toss-ups by Cook Political Report. Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Georgia, and Nevada. In the House, double the amount of seats currently held by Democrats are considered toss-ups than the lower chamber seats held by Republicans. 32% of voters feel that Republican candidates in their states and districts have a more clear path for solving the country's problems compared to the 28% who feel the same way about local Democratic candidates. Registered Republicans, uh, Republican voters, both nationwide and in competitive districts, are more likely to be deeply motivated to vote in 2022 compared to Democrats. And that's what matters. You go to someone and you say, who would you rather have, Democrat or Republican? And you get a large amount of people saying Democrat. Fine. But then when you ask, are you really going to go out and vote? The Democrats go, meh. And the Republicans go, you betcha. The enemy is routed, my friends. The center is breaking. You must storm politically and, and, and ideologically the figurative gates. You see, I did that one. You must peaceably assemble at your voting locations and cast your ballot. Check your box and say, I reject Democrat corruption. Importantly as well, I would advocate for, you know, I got to be honest, when it comes to like Lindsey Graham, I don't think he's up for re-election for some time, but I would actually endorse a Democrat over him. It just depends. If the Republicans are going to win the majority, then I think it's worth getting rid of people like Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell. I think it's worth getting rid of people like Kevin McCarthy. Oh, these people are the worst. We need to vote out the establishment neocon Republicans. And then we need libertarian types. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Mises caucus. I wish him the best. If, it, if, if I had the opportunity to vote libertarian and it meant the Democrats, I didn't have to worry about the Democrats winning, I would. That's the problem with first past the post, though. You don't see the libertarians getting enough support. I've heard it over and over again, you know, Dave Smith, he's fantastic, but, you know, I, I don't know if I can risk letting Joe Biden, Kamala or whoever else win by voting libertarian. It's a sad reality. I don't like voting against anybody. That's that's true. But if the Republicans offer up a Trump or DeSantis, then I don't view it as the lesser of two evils. I think Trump's got problems, but I don't think people are all majority evil. I certainly don't think Trump is. And I can hear all the Democrats crying about it. They go to say Republicans are also a lot more optimistic that their party's candidates have a path towards solving issues. A whopping 71 percent of Republicans say GOP candidates have good plans forward compared to just 59 percent of Democrats who say the same about their own parties. 62% of independent voters say they don't feel either parties can have a clear path towards solving the problem. The march to the midterms with 35 days to go. I don't think it's 35 days. I think it's less than that. They say Georgia and Nevada both currently have two Democratic senators, but Senator Raphael Warnock is up for a re-election in Georgia and Senator Kathy Cortez Masto in Nevada. Interesting. Both Trump-backed candidates, Herschel Walker in Georgia and Blake Masters in Nevada, are gaining ground ahead of the midterms and could contribute to Republicans gaining at least two seats in the upper chamber and turning the Senate red. It's long been predicted that Republicans will take back the House in November as House Speaker Nancy Pelosi attempts to hold on to Democrats' majority in the lower chamber despite the bleak outlook. I love it. Michael Moore claimed there's going to be a Democrat wave. Why? Now, he was right in 2016 about Trump. He said people are going to vote for him because he was a human Molotov cocktail. But why should I assume that Democrats are going to win, especially with something like this? Greg Price tweets, Joe Biden said today that his son who died of brain cancer lost his life in Iraq. 
totally normal, nothing to see here. It's a lie. Soldiers of camp. Let me just, just listen. imagine. I mean it sincerely. I say this as a father of a man who won the Broad Star, the Conspicuous Service Medal, and lost his life in Iraq. I'm that's that's not true. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. His son tragically died of cancer. Now, maybe he's talking about the, the, the cancer was a result of Iraq, but he said in Iraq, making it sound like his son died in combat. Now, of course, the response saying, no, 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 he's talking about the burn pit exposures that led to cancer, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you have to distinguish about this. He's saying his son died in combat. The dude is not all with it. And more importantly, Russia says granting Ukraine membership of NATO will guarantee the beginning of World War Three. How about this? How about the U.S. vote to reject Ukraine from entering NATO? Well, they won't. The warmongers in the U.S. won't do such a thing, but I think they should. So I will say this to each and every one of you. Gas prices. Gas prices. Why are gas prices so high? Joe Biden negatively impacted the U.S. energy sector. They mocked him over this. He shut down Keystone Pipeline. He banned fracking in certain respects. So when he's curtailing U.S. energy production, prices will go up. And then when Saudi Arabia gives him the finger, prices will go up. If you are wondering why you are suffering under inflation, high, high costs, increased rent, it is Joe Biden. It is the Democrats. And I'm not going to blame him for literally everything. Something's out of their control. Russia started this war. They're causing a lot of problems. But this wasn't happening under, under Donald Trump. So if you are the average person and your concern is squarely gas prices, look no further. Biden knows it. That's why he engaged in a quid pro quo with Saudi Arabia, because he knows it's going to hurt. But think about this. Even if you like the fact that he did, he only gave you one month. He negotiated them. Just give me one month so I can win. And then what? Screw the American voters. The next big issue, of course, is war. If you are Gen Z between the ages of 18 and 25, let's say 24, let's say 17 and 24. In the event of World War Three does start, guess who's going to fight you? It'll be you. All of you. If you don't want to join the military and go fight Russia overseas, you better start opposing that war right now and vote in droves against the Democratic Party because they're the party of World War Three. Now, Republicans, for whatever reason, are split. Neocons, of course, want war. Lindsey Graham has terrible ideas. But the party's split. And you can vote for some people who say no to the expansion of NATO, no to military operations overseas. If you don't, they will use you as the cannon fodder when the military draft comes and they say, hey, it's World War Three, baby, do your part. Now I'm 36. I don't got anything to worry about for the most part. I'm still against it. The war and the expansion of NATO. I, I hope to spare you the horrors of this conflict. But by all means, march in lockstep and vote for it. And then when they call your name 
and they and they ship you off to the front line. And then Putin drops incendiary bombs that ignite your skin and melt your flesh off. But you survive. You will remember every day of your life that you supported this war. Now, I know you don't support the war in the context that Russia started it. But if you defend U.S. intervention, if you call for U.S. military aid in Ukraine, you are supporting U.S. involvement in that war. When your friends and family members, when your brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers come back and they're missing limbs and they're seriously injured, remember every time you waved that little Ukraine flag and put it up and said, we're going to support this war and the funding of it. Because you have an option right now. Say no. As much as we can all say the war is wrong, as much as we can all say that Ukraine should not have been invaded and we wish them the best, we can also say the U.S. has no business being involved in it. But fine, say nothing and keep voting for it. And then maybe in a year when Ukraine is in NATO and Russia is launching tactical news at NATO member states, they will call your name. The letter will come in the mail and you'll be 19 years old and you'll say, but I was just supporting what everyone else said to support. I just wanted to fit in. You'll fit in just great. In your military fatigues, in your PTs and basic training and holding that rifle on the front lines of Poland as a tactical nuclear strike barrels down on your position. And then you can sit back and reflect upon your decisions and what you supported. And I hope when you do, you'll think to yourself, perhaps I was wrong for a fleeting moment, at least. Then you won't be thinking anything. War is bad. War is hell. We should not expand it. As much as we can condemn Russia, we could sanction them. That's where we could have been. We could have been sitting back and staying away from this conflict. Russia would have steamrolled Ukraine and it would have been terrifying and it would have been very, very bad. And we then could have issued sanctions and kept it diplomatic and economic. Instead, we provided military support, weaponry, air defense systems, intelligence U.S. citizens on the ground are fighting. U.S. special operations currently underway. Yeah, we're at war. So if you want to be one of those people to support this and defend Joe Biden, by all means, do it with my blessing. And then when the time comes and they send your children, I hope you remember this day and the words that I said to you. When they come back and knock on your door with an American flag in their hands and tell you that your child made the ultimate sacrifice for their war. I hope you remember the decisions you made. I have nothing but respect for the armed forces of the United States, the men and women in uniform who enlist because they want to protect this country and her interests. I have no respect for the military leaders and politicians who want us engaged in a war for energy and oil and gas in a country that is not a member of our military alliance, nor a member of the EU. It is a border dispute between Ukraine and Russia, and Russia is the bully. No doubt about it. Now tell me why we're involved. Fine. I don't care if you support it, but please remember this day when Joe Biden was caught engaged in a quid pro quo and you said, so what? The orange man had mean tweets. Fine. I will continue to speak out and reject it 
So when the war expands and the nuclear bombs head your way, I can just say, told you so. But you know what? I won't. I won't. I got my chickens. We're building our facilities with backup power. We're far away from the cities. And when the worst case scenario happens, we'll survive. Not well. I'm not going to pretend to be a great survivalist who knows how to do any, everything, but I can do some things. And I prepared at least a little bit. The very least, when the bombs drop, I'll survive longer than you. And you know what that breaks my heart? I want your kids to live a long and healthy life. I don't want your kids to be drafted. I don't want you, young people, to be drafted. But if you defend and support this administration, who has historically been tied to extrajudicial assassinations and the murder of children and the expansion of war in the Middle East, then you will reap what you have sown. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up tonight at 8 p.m. over at youtube.com slash timcastirl. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you all then. In a shocking video, our good friend Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was accosted by two belligerent and angry men who were yelling at her as she was trying to speak. Is how I imagine the mainstream media will address what actually happened in that two activists stood up and called out AOC for funding war, for pushing us towards World War Three for providing funding to Nazis. AOC was supposed to be this progressive, anti-establishment, anti-machine candidate. Instead, she's perfectly establishment. She's just the young, pretty face of supporting the war machine and lying. So in this video, I want to say, gentlemen, bravo, well done. These guys appear to be former AOC supporters. So let me just give a large thank you to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez for red pilling so many. All of these young people who saw her as hope, as someone who represented their generation, who is going to come in and say, screw the machine and screw you. She represented the dreams. Instead, she's marched in lockstep with Nancy Pelosi. This is the video, my friends. I want you to watch this. And then I want to talk to you about the media's lies and what AOC is supporting. Check this one out. Congresswoman, none of this matters unless there's a nuclear war, which you voted to send arms and weapons to Ukraine. Tulsi Gabbard, she's left the Democratic Party because there are a bunch of war hawks. Okay, you originally voted, you ran as an outsider, yet you've been voting to start this war in Ukraine. You're voting to start a thermonuclear war with Russia and China. Why are you playing with the lives of American citizens? You're playing with our lives. There will be no neighbors if there's a nuclear bomb. You voted to mobilize and send money to Ukrainian Nazis. You're a coward. You're a progressive socialist. Where are you against the war mobilization? He's telling the right truth. You have done nothing. Tulsi Gabbard has shown guts where you've shown cowardice. I believed in you, and you became the very thing you sought to fight against. That's what you've become. You are the establishment, and you are the reason why everybody will end up in a nuclear war unless you choose to stand up right now and denounce the Democratic Party. Will you this do guy. that? Yes or People no? are clapping for him. Okay, simple. Are you going to stop nuclear war? Yes or no? There is no line because this is bullshit. None of this matters if we're all dead. None of it. 
You know that. Man. Then let's take it up right now because this is the only thing that matters. I got to stop and say, uh, for the most part, I agree. He said, because this is the only thing that matters. And you really got to understand when Joe Biden says that Vladimir Putin is not joking around and that Armageddon is real. Maybe he's a lying scumbag. (laughs) Well, (laughs) he is a lying scumbag, but uh, that's besides the point. Actually, no, it's not. I don't believe him and I don't trust him. But that being said, Vladimir Putin is currently engaged in a military operation in Ukraine. He's invaded. There's a war. He will not take this line. He's not going to take NATO support lying down. And I don't think he's going to back down. I think we will see tactical nukes. In fact, I think Drew Miller, he came on uh, IRL earlier this week. I think he made a great point. Putin could re- could release a bioweapon. China could. Any Who knows? This war is escalating. It's not going to just stop. Now we're here. We, we heard uh, earlier the German embassy was hit. This is right now the most important things. Now, these activists, he says, this is the only thing that matters. And I will say, okay, okay, you know, maybe a little hyperbolic. Obviously, having food and inflation matters too. There's not a whole lot to worry about if you're starving and sleeping on the street. I get it. That's what you're worried about. I should say it's hard to worry about foreign conflict when you're not going to live in the first place. But for those of us that are getting by, struggling, but getting by, and I'm, I, I look, obviously my company is doing very well. I know I'm going to get a bunch of comments like, Tim, you're doing, we're doing great. We're doing great over here. And I know a lot of people are, but there are a lot of people who are suffering. And I want to make sure that you guys have the information necessary so that you don't struggle, so that we don't have a collapsing economy. And this is it. AOC supporting the war, supporting funding, supporting funding for Nazis. Well, that sure is weird. AOC is everything she claims to be against. But again, to his point, the only thing that matters, let me tell you, if AOC gets her way, if these if these warmongers drive us into World War Three, yeah, you're not going to have any neighbors. Dude nails it. There will be no neighbors if a nuclear bomb is dropped. So why is AOC funding this? Why is why is she not coming out and saying, I will not Vote for escalation. Ukraine is not a NATO nation. It is not an EU member state. It is not an ally of ours. Why are we going to enter a nuclear World War III for Ukraine? Hey, I'll say it again. I love Ukraine. Been there several times. Great country, good food, good people. I have friends from there. I care about them. I am worried about them, but I'm sorry. Why are we, the United States, entertaining World War III over Ukraine? This is the harsh reality of life. I get it, man. There are these viral tweets where people are saying things like, we can't let Putin get away with this. We can't just appease him. It'll never stop. If Vladimir Putin wants to attack Poland, then, we, then we're, we're getting into a, a, a territory where it's just what can be done. But this idea that because Russia has a border dispute with a neighboring nation, which we are not aligned with, that we now have to enter World War III is laughable. Russia wants to enter Finland. We barely just have an alliance with them. I don't even know if they've been inducted into NATO yet. This is Russia and Russia's border. These are not the United States. And for that matter, I am, I am extremely tired of the military expansionist policies of NATO as it is. I like Poland. I like, you know, I like Russia. Not the government and not Vladimir Putin. 
I think Putin is despicable. I think, man, come on. Vladimir Putin's been in power how long? Nah, I'm not having any of that. But the Russian people, the Russian country, the language, the architecture, it's a beautiful place. And it's sad that it comes to this, but this is what happens in war. So my point is this. Russia facing a a threat. They take action. They go to war. Vladimir Putin thinks, you know, he's justified in his war. I disagree. I think Ukraine should remain sovereign and should be allowed to be autonomous and vote as they see fit. Putin disagrees. I think he's a bad guy. I think he's the bad guy. Okay, story's over. That's where we walk away. Ukraine doesn't have the capability to defend itself. That's where we walk away. No. Instead, people like AOC, the Democrats and the neocons all say, no, no, no we, we should, you know, we should sacrifice Boston for, for Lviv. That's, the, that, that's that quote I mentioned where the guy said, only a madman would sacrifice Boston for Poznan. It's a Polish city. So right now, I am supposed to entertain sacrificing Boston for what? Zaporizhia? Bro, I've been to Ukraine several times. I've had so much, so much fun there. I just, man, I really do. It's, 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 it's probably my favorite place. For a while, it was Madrid. I'd been to Madrid several times in Barcelona. And man, do I love Spain. And I think part of loving Spain just comes down to the fact that I kind of speak a little bit of Spanish so I can get away. I can go there and I can actually go around and try. You know, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. It's like there's an open door and I can go in there. I went to Ukraine to cover the Euromaidan protests, the start of all of this conflict. And I returned a few years later to hang out with a friend. And um, I just I think it's a great place. And so I'm really, really just heartbroken to see everything that's happening. If you think that my my personal experience is there and the personal connections I have with this country would bring me to say you should all suffer nuclear Armageddon because of my feelings that no, it's not going to happen. It's not happening. Let's play the rest of this video. This is the only thing that matters right now. We could be in a nuclear war at any minute and you continue to fund it. That's what's going on. Why not right now? She says, I will get to the issue. And, and, and because you're being rude. You're the liar here. Nobody has hold you accountable. That's what's happening. And it is time for you to stand up and realize that what you've been saying has been lies. Let your conscience come through for once. You know what, man? It's just a wake up call to these guys. Jose Vega. Mad props. Thank you for speaking out and calling out AOC, calling out the machine, defending Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard has been speaking out about this for a long time. I wish Tulsi Gabbard came out and uh, voted against Joe Biden. I don't know if that's Trump or whatever. But if Tulsi Gabbard came out and endorsed Donald Trump, we would not be here. There would be no threat of World War Three. Justify that to me right now, that you hate Donald Trump so much that World War Three was worth it. Oh, what was that? Donald Trump said, grab him by the hoo-hoo. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, let's sacrifice Boston because Donald Trump's got a potty mouth. This is the problem when you're dealing with children in politics. The mean tweets. I love that viral meme. It's Joe Biden tweeting. He's like, it's one of those loser, uh, like uh, where they, sh- they contrast the, the, the things that are, that are happening. Joe Biden says, when you with me as president, you don't got to worry about mean tweets. And then below it, it says, Joe Biden says, we've never been closer to Armageddon and Putin's not joking around about nu- using nukes. Okay. Okay. You know, look, 
for the past couple of years now, I've, I've been stocking up guns, ammo, emergency food. Now everyone's like, Tim, stop revealing that you have these things. You don't know the extent of it. Let me just say the things that I am comfortable saying publicly, you don't know the extent of the other things. Let's put it that way. I'm not, I'm not worried. And the reason I highlight being prepared is I want you to be. So this is what people say to me. They say, Tim, you shouldn't come out and tell people you have emergency supplies because then when it hits the fan, they know where to go. And I'm like, that may be. However, if I don't tell you that I put my money where my mouth is and that I think it's important to have some emergency food or supplies, some people just won't take it seriously. We've got, uh, I posted a picture on, uh, on Instagram. I want everyone to know I mean it. No grift, my friends. When I say that I bought emergency food and we've got 30 plus employees, so we have a decent amount, I mean it. And then people say you're putting yourself at risk. Maybe, but I want people to know that we do mean it. This is what we saw coming. This kind of insanity. One of the biggest reasons that I voted for Donald Trump and supported him when, uh, when it came to it was that he was getting us out of Afghanistan and the Middle East. And I said that if Joe Biden gets elected, it will be war. We will be in war. And I did not expect it to get this bad this fast. I just knew they'd be bombing kids again. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And now this is where we are. I'd like to walk you through what AOC is supporting. First, from the New York Times... July 2nd, 2022, how the Russian media spread false claims about Ukrainian Nazis. Those Russians, they're lying. They're claiming there's Nazis there. AOC is not funding Nazis. Look at this from The Guardian. First Nazis, now terrorists. Putin's latest campaign stems from desperation. <laughs> this one's from October 12th, just the other day. We know Putin's lying. There's no Nazis. Why would AOC give money to, to Nazis? It's so dumb. Look at this one from NBC News. Putin using false Nazi narrative to justify Russia's attack on Ukraine, experts say. He hopes Russians will back military action by touching upon generations old scars left after World War II. We get it, man. When's this story from? February 24th, 2022. You know, to accuse AOC of funding Nazis, is, it's just a, uh, wait, what's this? From NBC News. Ukraine's Nazi problem is real, even if Putin's denazification claim isn't. Not acknowledging this threat means that little is being done to guard against it. Oh. oh, but I thought I thought NBC said this. No, that can't be real. What, what, what's this? Reuters from 2018. Ukraine's neo-Nazi problem. Uh Oh, wait a minute. And here's the intercept from the progressive left. Facebook allows praise of neo-Nazi Ukrainian battalion if it fights Russian invasion. Oh, geez. What was that, AOC? Oh, she is providing funding for Nazis, or isn't she? At the very least, they have been talking about this for a long time. There are articles going back to 2014 talking about the problem of neo-Nazis in Ukraine. Now, maybe 
I'll just put this out there. I don't trust the media when they cry Nazi. There's a, there's a, you ever hear that old, that old uh, parable, that old story, the boy, uh, I'm sorry, the journalist who cried Nazi? Yeah, it's a story about a journalist who kept screaming, Nazi, Nazi everywhere. And then every time people would come out, they'd be like, there's no Nazis here. It's just like some old conservative MAGA hat lady. And then eventually when the Nazis showed up and the journalist came out and screamed Nazi, nobody believed them. Maybe that was the point. You get it? Maybe they have tried screaming this on purpose. You see, the lesson of the boy who cried wolf is that if you lie and cry wolf, eventually no one comes when the wolf actually shows up. But I assume most of you know that story. Now, perhaps there is someone who is uh, not familiar because, they, you know, maybe you, for whatever reason. Boy screams, hey, there's a wolf. Everybody runs out, gets their pitchforks, no wolf. He laughs. The next day, he says, oh, the wolf's here. Everybody runs out. No wolf. And finally, the third day, the wolf shows up and goes, the wolf's back, the wolf's back. And they go, no, it isn't. You're lying again. And the wolf kills a kid or whatever. There's a couple lessons there. The first is, you know, you don't lie, right? The other lesson was, if you want to get away with it, lie about it as much as you can, then no one responds, right? The media screams Nazi. Everyone gets all up in arms. No Nazis. They leave. The media screams Nazi again. Everybody gets up in arms. No Nazis. They leave. The Nazis show up. The media walks up to them, shakes their hands and says, okay, now it's time to fight for us. And then when people scream Nazi, everyone goes, there's no Nazis. I'm tired of hearing about Nazis. You see how the game is played? And then AOC can come out and say, I vote to give money to them. And then when people say, why are you funding Nazis, AOC? She goes, there's no Nazis. Come on. That's an exaggeration. There you go, man. It's the modern era. It's the modern state. We are dangerously close to the precipice of nuclear annihilation. And it will take more brave souls like these young men, like Jose Vega, to challenge people like AOC and to say no. But you know what the problem is, Jose, is that AOC's district would vote for a glass of water with a D on it. That's what Nancy Pelosi said. That's it. So maybe the opportunity here is to primary Ocasio-Cortez. Now, I think that opportunity this cycle has been lost because she's going to sweep. She's going to go in. She's going to win. You have one alternative. Pray. Pray that every single anti-war person and every single conservative and every single person who opposes AOC for any other reason votes Republican. I know. It's a long shot, isn't it? Well, that's your only choice. And I mean it. So what you got to do right now is you got to go out and you got to ask people, what's the biggest issue concerning you and your family? And they're going to say like the economy and gas prices. And you can say this. There won't be a gas station if a nuke is dropped on New York. Vladimir Putin has threatened this. Joe Biden has stated and show them the articles. You can walk up to people on the street, shake their hand and say, Joe Biden says the threat of Armageddon is real. That Vladimir Putin is not screwing around. I ask you then, why are they voting to support our involvement in this war? We are not Ukraine. Ukraine is not an ally. Ukraine is not a member of, of, of the European Union. Why should we see New York nuked in a nuclear, in nuclear hellfire over Ukraine? And then maybe you'll find a lot of people saying, I don't want to see that happen. And you can say, well, I'm, I'm sorry, there's only one option. You vote Republican. Now, look, in AOC's district, the Republican Party's microscopic. The Republican Party should have been trying to get some votes. But they don't do it. They don't do it. You need to go out and you need to tell people, just please vote against her. If every single Republican in this district voted, they'd win. No joke. 
You look at the math. It would require every single conservative minded individual voting Republican to win, which is a 100 percent turnout, basically. It's a long shot. It would also probably require some defectors from the Democratic Party. Well, it looks like we have some. Y'all can go vote Green Party for all I care. Just vote out these people. Make sure they are held accountable and they do not get to stay in office when they when they risk nuclear annihilation. AOC, hey, she's fighting age, right? How old is she? I don't know how old she is. She's uh, 33 or something, 32. I don't know. So she's not within the draft range, but uh, she's young enough to go fight this war in some capacity. She can uh, uh, do administrative work. She can do logistical stuff, maybe drive a truck. You want to support the war? Why don't we embed AOC with the Azov Battalion and she can go fight? No. She is the person who will vote to send your son or daughter to die. She is the person who has voted time and time again to take your hard earned money out of your pocket and send it to Nazis while screaming, the Nazis are so bad. Not when they're your cannon fodder, are they? The hypocrisy knows no bounds. For all of the problems that Donald Trump was, he opposed war. He was for America. And this would not be happening. He didn't want to see NATO expansion. He didn't want new wars because he knew the American people didn't want them. So sure, he talked about grabbing women, women by the hoo-hoos. Family friendly show. Well, we try to be the guy sweared or was swearing earlier. For all the things that Donald Trump said, I will take it tenfold if it means we don't die in nuclear hellfire. But you know what? I got to be honest. I moved away from the cities. We're not too far away. We're close enough because we, we want to keep you know, running, the, running the show. But um, maybe it's time we relocate you know, the entire operation to, I don't know, rural Nebraska or something. Because it's clear that people like AOC will feign being progressive and then they will vote for war. Where are the Young Turks on this one? Shout out Young Turks. Are you going to call out AOC for this too? We all should. You want to you you smack talk Lindsey Graham, bro? I will join you right there. I don't like the man. I don't like his policies. The national abortion ban is absurd. And even other Republicans are calling him out for it. You got it on that one. I'll, I hear here. Now let's hear you guys call out the war machine, the warmongers, and people like AOC. I'll leave it there. Next segment's coming up at 1 p.m. on this channel. Thanks for hanging out. And I'll see you all then. Out with the Hippocratic Oath, in with the cult mantra. I want to start by showing you this video of medical students pledging themselves to a cult. I'm then going to show you another example of a cult. The purpose of this is to, one, shed a light on this, but I'm hoping this can help be a wake-up call to people who are not paying attention. I hear quite a bit from many people saying, that they try to share these stories. They try to share the conversations from Tim Cast IRL, but people are unwilling to read the news. Let's play this video and start off very quickly to show you exactly what's going on. With gratitude, we, the students of the University of Minnesota Twin Cities Medical School class of 2026, stand here today among our friends, families, peers, mentors, and communities who have supported us in reaching this milestone. Our institution is located on Dakota land. Today, many indigenous people throughout the state, including Dakota and Ojibwe, call the Twin Cities home. We also recognize this acknowledgement is not enough. 
we commit to uprooting the legacy and perpetuation of structural violence deeply embedded within the healthcare system. We recognize inequities built by past and present traumas rooted in white supremacy, colonialism, the gender binary, ableism, and all forms of oppression. As we enter this profession with opportunity for growth, we commit to promoting a culture of anti-racism, listening and amplifying voices for positive change. We pledge to honor all indigenous ways of healing that have been historically marginalized by Western medicine. Knowing that health is intimately connected to our environment, we commit to healing our planet and communities. We vow to embrace our role as community members and strive to embody cultural humility. We promise to continue restoring trust in the medical system and fulfilling our responsibilities as educators and advocates. We commit to collaborating with social, political, and additional systems to advance health equity. We will learn from the scientific innovations made before us and pledge to advance and share this knowledge with peers and neighbors. We recognize the importance of being in community with and advocating for those we serve. So, uh, cult, let me ask you, my friends. I look at that, and that is a cult meeting. It is the leader standing before the crowd and then having them all read some kind of ideological ethos. But I'll tell you why I say it's a cult. Because of this line, to honor all indigenous ways of healing, historically marginalized by Western medicine, all, all indigenous ways of healing. If I were to advocate for indigenous ways of healing on YouTube, I would be banned. Isn't that funny? Because that's medical misinformation. Are doctors now going to tell people perhaps to make tea bark tree, uh, tea, uh, tree bark tea? There you go. Tea bark. Oh, that works, too. Because uh, I believe doesn't aspirin come from a tree bark. Now, of course, we've ultimately made pills that do things. But are we going to talk about smoking certain plants or other indigenous ways of healing? Not all of which are scientifically sound. We have, as a human civilization, advanced beyond archaic forms of medicine. We used to drink mercury. Yeah, we don't do that anymore. It doesn't work. Now, that was the treatment at the time. It's a cult. And your doctors in, in Minnesota, this is what they are pledging to. Now, of course, many people have said to me, Tim, I don't trust my doctor. No, 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 no. Hold on. If your doctor is doing this, I get it. Find a doctor who isn't. Find a doctor who says they're going to provide you the best medical care possible. <clears throat> but this is the current state of the cult. It's in our institutions. This needs to be stopped. Dr. Robert Englander, the associate dean for undergraduate education at the University of Minnesota's medical school, led the class of 2026 in a woke pledge at their white coat ceremony on August 19th. Here's what you do. If you live in Minnesota, if you know someone who lives in Minnesota and you ever see a medical degree from this university, you tell them no thank you and you leave. Because they clearly are not prioritizing modern medicine. They're prioritizing equity over merit. But let's talk about the cult. Here's a video I want you to watch. It's an old video. I've played it before. I want people to understand what this really is.
about racism, anti-blackness, or violence. I will use my voice in the most uplifting way possible. And do everything in my power to educate my community. I will love my black neighbors the same as my white ones. So this is a video that is showing racism. people sitting around in a park with their hands up chanting along with an ideological mantra. I will love my neighbors. It's a cult. If you've never read or researched cults, it's a cult. That, that's a cult. And it's in our medical institutions. And I hope you're paying attention to how this manifests. When they talk about health equity and you go to the doctor, don't be surprised when they are not trying to save you. Why? Well, you're white. Don't you know what equity means? So what happens when you go to the doctor and they say, based on your race, they will not provide you certain medical treatment? This is why I say, if you see someone, at, you go to the doctor and they have a degree, I don't care where you are. If someone's got a degree from Minnesota, University of Minnesota, you should get up and walk out. In fact, you should ask every doctor, where did you go to school? You should look into the school and make sure your doctor is going to give you the right medical care. I mean, what if your doctor started prescribing, I don't know, unhinged medications or, you know, uh, in, in things, med medications that YouTube says are bad, right? How do you know? You've got to do that research. And here we go, baby. Let me tell you how this manifests. From the Daily Mail, Miami sex change surgeon who dubs herself Dr. Titus Deletus is reported to Consumer Watchdog for deceptively luring vulnerable teens into transgender operations with gimmicky TikTok video blitz. We don't allow the use of cartoons for selling cigarettes because it targets children, so they say. That's why they got rid of the camel from camel cigarettes, I guess. So was that it? They were like, your cartoon is targeting kids. This is a doctor who goes on TikTok and targets children and tells them that, you know, they can have their, their uh, body parts removed. This is what happens when you have a cult. Here's the story. A Florida-based plastic surgeon who dubs herself Dr. Titus Deletus, a glib reference to breast removal surgery. Hey, hey, wait a minute. This is child sex changes. What was that? You, you, your, your neighbors, your friends, your family tell you it's not happening? Please show them this story. Tell them it's happening. And you know what? I'm at the point where, look, if it's a family member, I just get mad. You know, I tell you, I say this a lot, like, don't get mad. Just try and introduce them to the stuff. But at a certain point, you need to just tell your family members if you are unwilling to stand up against doctors who are giving children sex change operations, then perhaps we are at an impasse and there's no moving forward. A complaint to the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, obtained by the Daily Mail, says that Dr. Sive Gallagher, it's pronounced Sid Hibhe, it's Irish. So I, you know, I, I got to say, you know, I'm part Irish. I don't understand why if we are speaking English, we would spell a word that doesn't translate properly. Like, you know, when we, we don't use, uh, uh, you know, Japanese characters to write someone's name when we're speaking English, we write it using, I, got, I think it's called Romanji, Roman character, characters to phonetically pronounce a name of someone whose name is Japanese. We don't use the Cyrillic alphabet. So why don't we just say Dr. Sive Gallagher, like S-I-V. She runs the Gallagher Plastic Surgery. She runs Gallagher, Gallagher Plastic Surgery in Miami. 
talks up the benefits and downplays the risks of sexual reassignment surgeries for children. It accuses Dr. Gallagher, who who says she carries about 400 to 500 gender affirmation surgeries a year, of using catchy videos with pop music uh, backing tracks on social media platforms as marketing a gimmick to attract vulnerable and impressionable minors to everything from breast removals to bottom surgery. And this is in Miami, you say? I believe there is a Ron DeSantis who resides in this state. What are they doing? The clinic said in a statement that the videos aim to educate and celebrate a marginalized group and that Dr. Gallagher has become a target of attacks and complaints because of her politically because of her politically charged work with trans teens. For those experiencing gender dysphoria, transitioning with drugs and surgery can be life saving. That's what the Daily Mail says. I don't know if that statement is backed up by anything Daily Mail. Do you have anything to prove that assessment or is that your opinion? Still, some experts warn against providing irreversible treatments to adolescents, pointing to growing numbers who come to regret their procedures, procedures, many of whom are permanently sterilized. Whether to allow young people to take puberty blockers, hormones or undergo surgery has become a hot button issue in America's culture wars and Republican officials across the U.S. have sought to limit access to procedures. Here is a video. Dr. Sive Gallagher sad saying, just realize I only get to yeet four teats next week. Yo, that is psychotic. That's psychotic. She's sad that she can't amputate people's body parts. In what context has amputation ever been considered a good thing? Well, I guess here you go. But let me tell you, let me tell you my position. You know, I discovered something. If you entertain that parents sterilize their children, spay their daughters and neuter their sons to prevent overpopulation. Nobody's outraged. Nobody's outraged. Wow. We can have a Tim Cast IRL show where Seamus Coglin of Freedom Tune says, I'm pro-life and Media Matters writes it up saying, the bigot, oh, he opposes gay marriage. And then I can go on Twitter. I've done it like six times now and tweet something like, Please consider spaying and neutering your children to prevent overpopulation. Nobody cares. Not a single leftist complains. I can say things like it's good that the left are aborting their children and sterilizing their children because it'll end overpopulation and stop climate change. They don't care. They literally don't care. It's kind of weird, isn't it? So I can say right now that when this doctor targets young people, she's primarily targeting the left. Now, of course, there are conservative children who get caught up in stuff like this, but conservative parents have an, are an active barrier against this. So the tendency will be to kill and sterilize, uh, I should say abort, sorry, abort liberal babies, killing babies. I don't know if YouTube appreciates that terminology, but it is to abort the babies of liberals and it is to sterilize the children of liberals. Why is that something they're celebrating? The end result is going to be a conservative future. Now, I point that out, I guess. I, I guess they don't care. It's not considered offensive or outrageous to say. Look how sad she is. Look how sad she is. She wants to amputate the breasts of, of children. Okay. What do we do? You know, abortion is a self-solving issue. The people who are pro-abortion are eliminating their children. I think it's terrible. I think it's wrong. But there you go. Dr. Gallagher, who taught at Indiana University before opening her business in 2020, 
has 273,000 followers on TikTok. Wow. Her unusual embrace of social media platforms has made her one of the most visible sex change surgeons in the U.S., as well as courting criticism from conservatives and some parents and doctors as the audience skew young. According to the complaint, Dr. Gallagher has released thousands of videos advertising her gender affirming plastic surgeries, sex changes for children. Let's just get it right. In a bid to convert them into patients, her videos glamorize, romanticize and valorize medical gender transition, says the complaint issued in February by Genspect, a global network led by Stella O'Malley that flags the dangers of gender affirming treatment for youths and other groups. Sex change surgery and amputation and sterilization. Come on, get it right. There's a tweet here from Christopher Rufo, I think. I think, oh, no, 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 he's in the other, other, other article. It says, quote, as a practice that serves the transgender and non-binary community, it is not uncommon for us to be the target of attacks and complaints, the clinic said in an email to the, to the, to the Daily Mail, adding that the FTC did not appear to be pursuing the complaint. As well as being catchy, the videos explain the various types of surgeries that are available to those unhappy with the gender they were assigned at birth. Dr. Gallagher has said gender affirming surgeries are essential for youngsters who may otherwise commit suicide. Yeah, we want to make sure these people don't. We want to make children don't take their lives. But kids take their lives or harm themselves for often reason for reasons we would often say are inane. High school drama. And we hear these stories about kids who take their own lives. You need to understand that children are impressionable and can be depressed over things that we as adults may see as irrelevant. There's a joke Family Guy did where it's uh, like a high school, they're watching a high school drama and then it's like, these problems are such serious things. High school matters or something like that. Or it's like, like one of the kids says, let's always remember that, you know, the problems we face here today in high school are the most important things ever in our lives. The joke being you get older, man, you know, what I'll tell you was interesting. When I turned 21, so I'm, you know, between the ages of, I don't know, I've been playing music since I was a little kid. So I'm playing music shows, starting from when I'm around, you know, 13 or so, playing in bands, do garage band stuff. And then when I was like 16 through 20, I'm playing cafes, open mic nights and shows like that. And then I turned 21 and all of a sudden I could perform anywhere. And I realized there were substantially more venues that were 21 and up as opposed to what I was playing. And it was a a weird feeling where all of a sudden the audience was old. I had been 20 years old playing music and everyone there was around the same age as me. Why? Because older people were at bars, a dividing line between those 21 and those 20 and those who get fake IDs sometimes. But then all of a sudden I'm playing at bars and everyone's got 20 years on me. And I was like, man, that's so crazy. It felt like an entirely different world. That's what these kids don't understand because they've not made that made it to that point that the world is so completely different that your formative years are microscopic relative to the rest of your life. And this this uh, psychopath, Sive Gallagher, is permanently, permanently altering children who don't have enough experience to understand what their life will be. So I oppose sex changes for kids. But I recognize that the end result is going to be the sterilization of the left.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If that's what they want, I guess. I don't understand. That should be controversial. If, if conservatives, I mean, I, I guess not. I, I want to believe. It, you know, I, I feel like coming out and saying that the sterilization of a political class is a bad thing. I, I feel like you should. You, you, I. I it should be a bad thing. It should be offensive to advocate for the sterilization of a political class of people. But for some reason, they accept it. They like it. They embrace it. Okay. I've commented on, on the posts of these liberals on Facebook, and they try and just push back and say, not all liberals are sterilizing their kids. And I was like, who said every single one was? I said, it's a matter of math. If you have 100 liberals and 100 conservatives, and the conservatives advocate for having babies and oppose abortion, they're, they're more likely to have babies and not get abortions. The 100 liberals are going to advocate for sterilizing their kids and getting abortions and not even having kids in the first place. 50 years goes by, I'd say 20 years. There's now 250 Republicans, conservatives, because they had two and a half kids. And the liberals who didn't have kids, now there's only 130 but let's say let's 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 say 50 years goes by and you have death involved as well. People age and die. The conservatives are now around at 50 years, 400 or so conservatives and the liberals who aren't replacing themselves are at 50. The number goes down. They're not reproducing enough. To replace themselves. Now, some people have said, yeah, Tim, but they, they take the schools over. That's not working. Look at what's happening with all, the, all these school board meetings. Look at what happened when parents found out about what the schools were teaching. It's failing. Here's what I see based on current trends, which obviously could change in the future. Give it 30, 40 years. There will be a cult of millennial, millennial aged individuals and some Gen Z, and they will be outliers. They will be a small fraction of the country's population, and everyone will view them as weirdo cultists. And they'll march around saying their stupid things about ideology. But I don't think it can persist into the younger generation because the millennials aren't winning in schools and they're not having kids. So what's the end result? It's fairly obvious. But here's what I warn you of. The ideology, it is desperately trying to expand. America's wokest degree, Wharton Business School, offers a $118,000 per year course in diversity, inclusion and equity. The die cult. Okay. Waste your money, I guess. But the cult is trying to expand. Keep your kids out of these colleges. Take your kids out of these schools and homeschool them. And the future is yours. And that's why they're panicking so much. That's why the cult is so terrified of homeschooling and school choice. It's why they're so desperate to get colleges to be publicly funded. It's nothing about opportunity. It's about joining the cult. It's about going to the university and chanting blindly about psychotic 
zealous cult ideology. It's about sitting on the ground in the park with your hands in the air, mindlessly droning on about some cult ideology. Repeat after me, says dear leader. Fine, maybe you want to be in a cult. So be it. But just acknowledge you're in a cult. You are one of the creepy weirdos. The rest of us, we're going to get by just fine. Disagreeing on some things, agreeing on others, minding our own business and telling you to screw off with your cult garbage. And then in 50 years, your cult will no longer exist because you're sterilizing your own kids. Next segment's coming up at 4 p.m. over at youtube.com slash Timcast. Thanks for hanging out, and I'll see you all then. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.